Another episode of the Class Clown Podcast. My name is Chino Liao, joining you with the interview episode for the week. Uh, and today we're talking to a vegan. That's right, talking to a vegan. The vegan friend that I have on this show is also an environmentalist and green advocate. Her name is Peachy Yokino Valera. And I met Peachy oh, a few years ago when I was still doing comedy for another group uh, that shall be nameless, although I believe they are a cartel. <laughs> and I met them, I met her during one of the gigs that we got. And I, I was able to reconnect and ask her about so many things about veganism, environmentalism. Really, it's because as a uh, background, this is like a quick side story here. A few years ago, Boya Bunda interviewed an atheist on the show. Boya Bunda, who is a devout Catholic who says that exists Basha sa Baklaran every Wednesday and does all the crazy church trips, was so dumbfounded to find a Catholic, uh, to find an atheist in the Philippines, a predominantly Catholic nation, that uh, he had to interview the guy on his show. It was so amazing because he was treating the guy like an alien, <laughs> like a foreigner. He just so happened that they believe in different things. I mean, you, just, you, you can probably find the shit online. I don't know, but this is the actual thing that actually happened. And the reason I bring that up is because to me, a person who loves his meat, who is a bona fide carnivore, right? A vegan is a strange person to talk <laughs> It's like, you might as well be speaking Japanese to me to say anything without, without anything yet. But I, it's not like I don't know anything about veganism. I just had an impossible burger for dinner. Um, of course, I put uh, bacon in it to say, you know, small steps. But, you know, it's just, it's so, it's such a weird world for me to to enter and talk to. And if there's anything I want to do on this podcast, it's to learn about the things I don't know about. So who better to learn from than the person behind Peachy Keen and Green, Miss Peachy Yokino Valera, only here on the Class Clown Podcast. Recording on an Earth Day evening only means I can talk to only one kind of person 
on this week's episode. She is a, a, a social media um, environmentalist, I guess you could say, and a vegan and an all-around eco-warrior and friend to Mother Earth. Let's welcome Peachy Joaquino Valera to the Class Clown Podcast. Good evening, Peachy. Hello. Hello. Good evening, Chino, and to the listeners out there. Happy Earth Day to everyone. Yon, sakto kasi. I, I just remembered that today was actually Earth Day, so our conversation about all things green is, is very appropriate. Mm-hmm. So, so ang, ang ganda lang ng timing na to, and I really am glad that I got to, I get to talk to you about this. Kasi nga, first of all, being a lover of food, uh, vegans are a mystery to me. Hindi siya, hindi siya, hindi siya, hindi siya, hindi siya madaling intindihan mm. for me. So, I'll start with this very basic first question. How long have you become, have you been a vegan and how did you become one? So, like you, Chino, I'm a lover of food and that extends to your background and that he really cooks in the house. And I've been vegan for what, about 89, five years. So, it started 2017. Actually, 2014, pa lang, I wanted to become vegan, but it's really a struggle. So, I always say to my mentees, it starts with the mind. When you change the mindset, the cravings, everything else, you know, it, it really changes. How did I become vegan? So uh, when I became the climate, a climate reality leader of Al Gore's the Climate Reality Project. So when I was training with them, I noticed that the food that they were serving in Australia they're all plant based, and I was wondering: does it does it have any connection, you know, with uh, climate change and working towards bettering the, the the state of the planet Earth? And then through research, I found out it has a great impact on our you know our carbon footprint and what's happening in terms of GHG or greenhouse gas emissions. And I said, okay, I really want to become a vegan to walk the talk. Uh, you know, I love food. I always go on a, a food trip with my friends and family. And it was a struggle. So it started when I said, okay, I really wanted to, to do this. And I immersed myself in one too many documentaries. And that really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I said, uh, my this is more important than my cravings and how I grew up, you know, our culture, our tradition. So uh, it pushed me to change, and I never regretted it. Actually, kung ano yung mga food na mga non-vegans, we have our vegan, our uh, our own vegan calamari, etc. So it wasn't, it's not right. difficult to transition in this day and age. Right, right. Meron din kasi ako mga friends na plant-based. No? Mm-hmm. So they, they've actually taken me to a few vegan restaurants. Um, masarap naman siya, I have to say. I, I, I like the food that they serve. Um, but I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. since alam mo to sa akin, but parang recent na lang yan eh, di ba? Yung mga trend of vegan restaurants and alternative meats and proteins na lumalabas. So I'm assuming when you started hindi pa siya ganun kadali, di ba? Because now you can get like 
for fake bacon and, and fake longganisa, <laughs> di ba? Pero, di ba, uh, correct again, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. dati mahirap siya, di ba? Well, a little bit, yes. Pero I, I feel like yung mga nag-transition during the 70s, I can imagine it's just whole food plant-based. But now, noong 2017, uh, there were a few alternative meats here and there. But when 2018, 2019, we saw really a boom. It was 600% increase. Uh, not only wow. in the U.S., but we also see here in Metro Manila. And especially during the pandemic, small and medium-sized businesses sprouted about uh, online businesses na vegan sila and plant-based. And uh, we're really happy to see that both awakening and movement happening. And even non-vegans enjoying the vegan food. Kasi like you said, nga, we have bacon and yung iba nga, they were saying, you know what, this brand of vegan ice cream, it's local. It tastes even better than uh, you know, the, the well-known non-vegan brands. So we're happy right. about that. Right, right. Oh, kasi, di ba, like you just said, ngayon lang nagsulputan or just in a recent memory, doon lang naglabasan yung mga vegan restaurants. So, I'm wondering if there's a, a significant vegan community here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Meron ba? Ah, definitely. Like, is it lo- mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, here, meron, uh, I joined a group called Manila Vegans. When I joined it, Last 2017, I saw uh, around 10,000 members. And then up wow. to date, 50, 50 plus na, I think wow. uh, more okay. than. And it's a good place to share both vegan businesses and also articles. So the non-vegans who are there, of course, you, you want to make them feel comfortable. And it's really uh, breaking down the concepts and the philosophy behind it. So they better understand what it's all about. Because it's not just about diet. Eh. We are saying it's a philosophy and a way of li- uh, living right. to exclude as far as possible and practical all forms of exploitation. Right. So hindi lang siya food, it's also about clothing, um, the entertainment industry, and any use of animal uh, animals and animal byproducts. Right, right. Yun nga din yung narealize ko na when you say that somebody is vegan, it doesn't just mean what they eat. It also mm-hmm. goes with the clothes that they wear mm-hmm. and the things that they use. And sobrang intensive niya the, the process. So I'm pretty sure that somebody's asked you this before, but ikaw, as a vegan, has it affected all parts of your life now? Like, can you say with certainty that I live a vegan lifestyle? Hmm. That is a pretty good question because sometimes you think that, okay, is this product that I'm using talagang 100%? Because sometimes you don't know. It's a new business. You're not very sure if they're... Uh, tried and tested and had an intensive background check. But as far as uh, I would like to practice when I go out, medyo Nazi, either ako ng ingredients and all, right. <laughs> I make sure na I understand even yung mga high-falutin chemicals, uh, right. even with our makeup. Kasi sa babae pala, uh, when you say carmine, it sounds like, oh, something I kind of uh, uh, remember from my chemistry class. But now you would know that, okay, carmine, 
comes from crushed beetles or bugs. So it's more of really doing a lot of research about it. And uh, yeah, as far as I, uh, as I know, as I know, I'd say every aspect of my life, I make it as much as possible. And uh, it's really adhering to that philosophy, the vegan philosophy, so to speak. Yan, yan. Okay, girls, nalaman nyo na ngayon sa episode na may, may insects yung makeup nyo. Kaya huwag na kayo matakot sa flying ipis. Separately. Gawa siya sa makeup. Gawa siya sa makeup. No, but uh, it's interesting kasi, di ba, like when you said na Nazi reader of ingredients, meron tayong, meron ako, at least for me, meron akong misconception of vegans being like, very aggressive mm-hmm. in pushing the vegan agenda. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure just because I see popular media na mm-hmm. silang misconceptions of what vegans are. So ikaw ba na feel mo na nagiging ganon kang tao or that there is a misconception of aggressive veganism? Even when I was becoming or transitioning towards veganism, I've encountered people na very purist and very hostile, which is understandable now I, I'm at this side of the fence. Nah, sometimes if you think about it, you know, the earth is burning up and there's no time, according to the scientists. And ikangani Greta Sunberg, our planet is burning, our house is burning, and still as if we, when we go out there, we see people, it's as if they don't care. So I understand that um, emotion or sentiments coming, especially from uh, these very angry vegans. with my fellow vegans, how I approach my mentees, it's not that I want to chuck a lot of information at them. Na, okay, this is why we should turn vegan or this is the reason A plus B equals C. I'd want to know their story because um, it's not really easy um, transitioning. It's something that you're, it's your core. It's who you are. Especially kung mara ko sabi mga chefs. Diba? Kahit nga sabihin mo lang na parang hindi medyo masarap yung food mo. They take it personally. So right. if it's something that it's at your core, it's a tradition, and people would say things like this and make you feel guilty or even a sense of shame, Champa, their defenses come up. So that's why when I really do my talks, I make it as possible na parang, uh, I make them understand that I would like, you know, I come in peace, but at the same time, I'm unapologetic about my facts. Parang they have a sense of what I'm trying to achieve and they won't see me as angry because I, I really tried to extend dealing compassion towards animals. Because we're naman, we're non. I, I mean, we're we're animals. we're the human animals. Right. So I want to extend the same compassion in trying to understand where your mindset is at. So when I uh, mentor someone, I want to know your story first. Why are you turning vegan? Is it for health, for the animals, for the environment, etc. And then. You know, I let the dialogue flourish from there because I know each person is different. And psychology. if I am to change your opinion or even how you think or what you think about this, I want to know how you think. I want to know what your experience is. 
And if you've come across one too many angry vegans, I would assume or understand na medyo ano ka rin sa akin, defensive right. and medyo baka ayaw mo ko pakinggan. So let's just be friends right. first. And I want to hear your two cents about the whole thing. <laughs> Right. Yeah. right, right. Because, oh, di ba medyo kasi, uh, again, for me, uh, my personal experience, nagiging defensive na agad yung mga vegans. Eh. Although my friends are mm-hmm. like that. But I have met people who are vegans who are a little bit more on the defensive side when it comes to the whole veganism issue. Di ba? So it's a little apprehensive for everybody to just suddenly uh, be a part of this new lifestyle. Shall we say? So, uh, itong question ko naman, related, I guess, to lifestyle then, diba? Since we are in the Philippines, is it easy for Filipinos to um, to become vegans? Like, can the average Filipino do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, for the difficulty or challenges, I would say very challenging kasi mahil yung culture natin, like mga Latin Americans, right, uh, we're right. really heavy on the meat eating. And right. as with our culture, we also give, uh, we assign a sense of um, station and self to the food we provide. Like, alam mo naman yung pag nasa barangay, you know you right. arrived when you are able to serve lechon, di ba? So there's right. a sense of pride that comes with it like how we present our food and uh, mga minana nating recipes so in a way uh, even uh, when I, I talk to my mom their you know their generation uh, usual but this is our tradition and you know them to be like that or parang eh kumakain naman kami ng ganyan since bata eh kami we're still okay but you have to really expand their notion of things like how it connects to the environment and being live you know living in one planet di naman tayo si Elon Musk right. na suddenly we can uh, you know <laughs> ship ourselves to Mars <laughs> di pa tayo na Mars yes <laughs> and colonize right the parang it's uh saying and projecting na parang we should care more and uh, it also comes with lifestyle changes or in conscious consumerism na tinatawag nga namin. As for kung kaya siya ng average Filipino, kaya pag marami lang talagang myths and stigmas that come with it. Like mahal ba siya, uh, accessible ba siya. And uh, I would say yes. At sa first question, Hindi, kasi kaya naman siya kung nakakain ako sa isang vegan karinderya. Would you believe that? Sa wow, okay, okay. Um, 25 okay. pesos. I have my, ano, yung kanin ko, tsaka mushroom and kangkong, and wow. sauteed in, uh, I don't know what sauce, pero sabi naman yung ni Maanang, it's, ano, vegan, wala siyang magisarap or anything like that. Right. And okay. we are supporting, uh, there's this one group in, uh, somewhere in the Visayas area, He's vegan and he comes from the C1, C2 background, na uh, demographics. Okay. Yeah. And since talagang ano siya, puso niya talaga magturo about veganism, what he's doing is for 50 pesos, you donate 50 pesos to him, he's able to feed uh, one child. And also there are there's an event per day na yun, mapapakain mo kids ng vegan meal and then they get to... Right he gets to show a kid-friendly documentary to them about veganism and there's prizes or gifts from other donors. So I, I feel wow. like if you really understand it, kasi mura rin naman talaga if you 
say if you check out the market, yung mga Filipino gulay yeah. like kangkong, saluyot, alubati, malunggay, you can either grow them or it's really um, cheaply sold in the markets. And even in your uh, uh, local grocer or community garden, diba? Right. Yeah. Right, tama. Kasi, diba, meron tayong misconception na ah, vegan, puro tofu na ka. <laughs> Kale, right? Diba? Kale. Diba? Impossible meat. Diba? Mahal yan. Diba? But apparently, it just, it, it, it's possible. Diba? Kasi, like, every uh, everyday Filipinos can can get into it. So, mm-hmm. pabalik lang tayo dun sa nasabi mo, nabanggit mo sa Elon Musk. Diba? We live in such a modern time na right now, a very technological base. Diba? Lahat tayo gumagana. Ito, gumagana tayo ng kuryente right now. In, in terms of like environmentalism, is is this still like a, a reasonable way to to live in a modern society na parang nakoconsider mo pa ba yung gravity mo when you keep on consuming electricity like we do? Uh, in terms of electricity or, you know... Really? Yeah, in terms of power consumption, mm. consumption of resources. Mm, yeah. Uh, I think uh, in relation to this, we, if we, if I am to share um, one of the things that uh, exacerbate climate change and lead to climate change, it's the animal agriculture industry. And okay. according to uh, United Nations Environment Program, there are five factors increasing rent, the emergence of pandemics, especially zoonosis-based or meaning coming from animals. And aside from deforestation, because you have to make way right. for cattle ranches and the usual, what you know, na illegal and poorly regulated wildlife trade. There's right. antimicrobial resistance brought about that industry. And on top one that they're looking at is intensified agriculture and livestock production. And connecting that to what you were mentioning a while ago about electrical consumption, mataas rin siya. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Even water, water consumption. Okay. Uh, you go to one, ano lang, cow pa lang, cows pa lang to, ah. You go to a okay. cattle ranch and you have to yeah. water bomb the whole uh, farm. Yeah. And it's yeah. equal to another way. I talked to a farmer who used to work in New Zealand, uh, cattle ranch, but right. he's vegan right now. He said it's as if we're dousing uh, 10 buildings on fire. That's how he described it. Wow. Just to clean, wow. diba? one, one, one cleaning yeah. only. <laughs> yeah. Gabi. Yeah, kasi yung, yun, yeah, maganda din nabanggit mo yung cattle farm. Um, in the US and California, there's this patch of land mm-hmm. in Northern California that's used for cattle. Tapos gabi, acres and acres of cows. Tapos maamoy mo siya from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Sobrang tapang nung amoy. Amoy niya. E nasa freeway ka na. Pero maamoy mo pa rin siya. Diba? Ganun siya. Ganun siya. Uh, ka-distinct ka na experience. Na, na yun, nabanggit mo lang. Na, naalala ko na siya ulit. Diba? Parang bumaho <laughs> yung paligod ko just because of memory. Diba? Uh, so, again, Basically, the reason I'm bringing this up is because from what I'm getting at here, yung parang yung burden of of responsibility nasa corporations, di ba? Nasa mga tao who are in charge of these large agricultural firms. So, tayo ba as ordinary consumers, may responsibility pa rin ba tayo to to watch what we consume? Mm-hmm. Or kailangan natin iasa sa government na 
push to environmental causes na to ganyan ganyan mm. ako i i believe it's both absolutely it's also a responsibility because these corporations would not be existing without the sales i mean they thrive on the sales and because of the kumbaga yung the need of the people and if more people keep buying uh, let's say meat or dairy etc eggs then they keep on producing because that's just a basic uh, law of economics and in terms of government there's this uh, treaty being pushed So it's called the plant-based treaty, and a lot of uh, not only organizations but even philanthropists and other politicians from different countries are backing it because it's it's talking about not just uh, pushing the veganism agenda but everything that. Uh, links to it. Na, for example, uh, preventing further expansion of, let's say, ranches. And kung ano yung existing right now na animal agriculture, it should not expand anymore and so on and so forth. And uh, when, I don't know if you've seen Seaspiracy, Uh, so it's yes, uh, yeah. it is focusing on the fishing industry and yes. the fear to and the projection of uh, a lot of organizations that by 2050 there'd be fishless uh, there'd be fish there'd be a fishless ocean. Because if we keep on um, not only exhausting the the the, the seafood, the, sea, the marine food or marine animals yes. that are food. Ang, ang problema kasi when you catch them, there's also about 60% that you're catching right. extinct. Like yung mga stingrays right. natin or pawikan, cetaceans like dolphins. Right. They also get ca- uh, caught in the, the trawlers or in the nets. Right. And sila rin yung number one and or two ata na contributor to plastic pollution. So that's one of the other <laughs> big problems that we have on Earth about our plastic pollution. So it all connects it. Uh, so I think that that's why I, I mentioned that pretty much the governments and leaders should really take a look at what's happening right now. Uh, we can't exist in a, you know, both a bubble and a vacuum wherein we feel that, I feel the word, the world, or even in our country, we're more economic bias. When you look at the platforms of politicians, nawawala yung climate right. change, but that is our future. Right. I mean, even if yeah. you say, gain a lot of points in your GDP by next year, the fact of the matter is that, There would be a lot of super typhoons, a lot of landslides happening in drought. And that costs billions and billions of dollars, not just pesos. And if we can't do, you know, long-term, long-termism type of thinking or preventive, uh, prevention is the cure. It's not just a better right. than cure thing. It is a cure. If we, we can't keep our global temperature to that 1.5 as the Paris Agreement, Uh, I'm not. I don't want to sound like an alarmist. I'm just a realist here. Then we can see that mass extinction that scientists and climatologists are projecting for our species, not just the animals, but the whole, you know, yeah. plant earthlings, kumbaga, all the earthlings here. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, between uh, between Vladimir Putin and the Earth, we eating up. <laughs> Tama nga si Elon Musk, punta na tayong Mars lahat, no? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Parang hindi na siya, 
Di ba? Kung pwede lang. Di ba? Kung pwede lang. Kung kasi maganda din yung sinabi mo na I understand na hindi ka naman alarmist but it's a reality mm-hmm. that we live in. But sadly, tulad nga lang nabanggit mo, a lot of Filipinos don't really prioritize climate change. Kasi di ba, bakit nila unahin yun kung wala na magtrabaho? Di ba? Exactly. Wala silang trabaho, wala silang makain, etc. etc. So as an advocate for these type of causes, Mahirap pa siya on your part to convince ordinary Filipinos to to even acknowledge the concept of climate change. Yes, I would honestly say yes. Uh thankfully, I've seen like um in some of my talks I would have like an extra time with some people who really want to make that change, right? But this is And according to sociologists and psychologists, kaya nagkakaroon ng climate denial. It's not that as if they don't believe in the science. It's more of some people are wired to, uh, I would not say escapism, but I feel that their threshold for accepting uh, news that is kind of, uh, you know, my existentialist, threats and ganong kind right. of picture, it's hard for them. So that's why their defense mechanism turns into a deni- you know, into denial. It's not so much saying that they don't believe it. It's more of I'm denying that reality because it's so bleak and I don't want it. Diba? So there are those types of people in the world. So I feel like it's really constant voicing out of messaging out there and it's a good thing for social media high to edge sorcha it enables the message to spread like wildfire now we're seeing memes videos about us uh, being uh birthed pag earth day pero dapat talaga it's consistent it's an everyday thing and ako rin inamin ko pamisa oh my gosh i'm so tired i feel like uh nobody heard the message or it's like a don't look up <laughs> playing out right. uh, playing right. out in my life and yeah no. you get tired I, i i will admit it there are times talaga i feel like it's desensitizing but i try to center myself relax and rest uh, importante yun eh like sabi nga nila you can't fill a cup if yours is empty so i i just accept the reality that there are different types of um mindsets and people in the world but it doesn't mean it cannot change uh for others it will come in a sort of like a karmic thing kasi yung madaming uh madami na na lumalapit sa amin wanting to become vegan and transitioning because they found out they uh they're um they have cancer and uh like for example my husband we almost lost him 2017 ren he's a heavy meat eater uh he almost died so pagdating niya na hospital 21% na lang yung uh, ejection fraction rate of his heart and according okay. to the doctors it's a miracle he survived And I, I felt like sobrang dinasal ko yun kasi my dad just died in months before that ordeal. But overnight, he ano talaga, he listened to the doctor, okay, no more meat. And we don't want that happening because his was a permanent thing. And uh, for most of our mentees or those na napag-transition namin into veganism, it really started uh, with health. And some of them talaga mahirap lunokin yung stories nila because right now it's more of management. It's not reversing. It's more of merely managing things just to lengthen their lifespan 
uh, yeah, but yun yung ano namin. I, I think uh, most human beings change when they're hit with a painful reality. But I would always say, uh, if we can, you know, if we can prevent that kind of harrowing reality to happen to us, we, of course, we would, would like to do something. And we can change. That, that's, I think that's the kind of seed I would like to tell people. Don't wait before it's too late. For you, for right. your family, future family, and uh, everyone else. All right, you know what? I don't want to ask any questions because you've covered everything. Ang ganda ng sinabi mo, and I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you so much, Peachy Jokino. Now, if you want to invite everybody to your uh, social media pages and where they can find you, uh, please do so right now. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm not really a techie person, but I'm feeling it. But this is a good platform for me to share. Yeah, on the side. You can find me in both Facebook and Instagram. My name is, or my handle is Pichikin and Pichikin and Green. So, wala pa akong Twitter. <laughs> Pinipilit pa ako, but isa-isa, sabi ko, hindi try ko i-maneuver yung mga But, yeah. Right. Yeah, just to be clear, hindi ako yung pumilit sa'yo. <laughs> this, this guesting was voluntary. Yes. So, thank you so much, Pichi. Yes, thank you, Chino. Enjoyed my time here. special thank you to Pichi Biokino Valera for joining me here on this episode. Ang dami kong natutunan. I mean, this 30 minutes just went by just talking to her about everything about clean eating, about environmentalism, even about the government. As in, guys, the government roles. Just ang dami kong natutunan. If you want to learn more from her, may I suggest you give her a follow on Instagram and on Facebook at Peachy Keen and Green. That's K-E-E-N and Green. I think the end is an ampersand. Um, but you'll find it in the description of this very episode below. Also, you guys, this uh, might be the last two episodes before I go on another break. Okay, I mean, not, I, I don't know. Can't really say. This is probably a preemptive Uh, fucking uh, announcement because I might be able to get guests but in two weeks time my, my ass is flying to New York City so baka muna tayo ng episode baka meron baka may solo pods we will see so I hope you guys continue supporting what I do here on the podcast continue supporting my content follow my YouTube channel follow me on social media follow this podcast on Spotify Please give it a rating. Yan ang pinaka-importante yung gagawin sa buong buhay nyo. <laughs> Pinanganak kayo sa mundo para bigyan ako ng 5-star rating sa Spotify. Kaya please, gawin nyo na. All of that can be found on linktr.ee slash chilosupersized. Until next time where I talk to more people about more things only here on the Class Clown Podcast. This has been a Podcast Network Asia production. Powered, of course, by Podmetrics. My name is Chino Liao. Goodbye.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.